welcome back to the Chicago Maroon Podcast. My name is Greg. I am a second year and I will be your host for today. And I'm joined by Jake Zucker, second year and statistics major and editor for the podcast section. Our history major haven't decided about econ yet because everybody is majoring in that. I want to be different. And yeah, welcome to our podcast. First podcast of the year. Woohoo. Okay, so today we have some not so great advice about how to survive you, Chicago. And I guess we'll start with some uh, academic resources. One great and I think pretty underutilized resource is the core tutors. And they're located in Harper. Um, and they those Sundays through Thursdays, 7 to 11. Some do require appointments. So if you want to get your essays reviewed, which I've done, you just sign up online. And it's a pretty easy thing to do. The one downside to the walk-in appointments, though, is that sometimes there are pretty long queues. The bright, In my experience, the bright side with the lines and stuff is that there are going to be other people there who want similar sorts of advice. So you can just work with them. Um, find people maybe you're going with a friend that's what I was usually doing when I went to core tutors and you can just try to get work done in an environment full of people who are working on similar stuff uh well I have two suggestions one about Harper Harper is not equipped with air conditioning so don't wear too much over the summer and don't be too stressed out because you're going to sweat too much and it's not going to be a pleasant environment to study and also you can just use your own water bottle but make sure what the liquid inside is just water do not bring in any beverages or the lady outside she'll get really mad at you and you know there's there's a vendor right outside of harper uh, and there's a cafe i don't know its name but you are only allowed to eat whatever you get from the vending machine in that cafe not inside harper harper is like no food just nothing at all but just study and for the core tutors thing, um, I think there there are tutors who are really good at giving advice and some are just, you know, could be better. So um, I think in each quarter, each tutor is assigned with like a time slot, but in the next quarter, they're going to change it based on their own schedule. So if you sign up for a tutor and you recognize that this person is great, you wanna go ahead toward him or her next, like for your next assignment, then just jot down the time. Um, like, so she will be there in this quarter. So next time when you sign up, you know, it's gonna be more convenient. I, I think those are great points. With tutors, it's definitely hit or miss. On the, on the topic of libraries, what are your guys's favorite spots to study? Mine personally is the Mansueto. Mansueto is nice. Um, a lot of the time at night, if I had work to get done, I wouldn't bother biking up north from south, um, which was the dorm that I lived in, and instead would just go upstairs. A lot of the dorm buildings have built-in study spaces of some kind. Um, south has like a big room with a really nice view, and I would often sit right outside that room and just get work done um, in a place where I could talk to my friends if people were around. I would say mansueto for eating like hard copy novels because whenever i'm using screen you know there's like a big glass above you in mansueto so it's going to reflect a lot of light which is not good for you to stare at the page but otherwise i would say for looking at the screen i highly suggest people go to the libraries especially during final season so you can see you can see people handing out different like you know beverages to keep you awake like people getting caffeinated and I think there's like a quarterly whatever screen event 
where people just gather around the nuclear statue and they just scream for like five solid minutes. I was in stealth. It's literally like 15 meter, meters from where the scream was happening. So that was impressive. I mean, okay, so for me, my inclination first quarter was to just coop myself up in my room and study there. But I, I think I eventually found that being sort of, I guess, forcing yourself out of your room, forcing yourself to be around other people, being exposed and motivated by seeing all those other people working. That's what worked for me. Is it the healthiest tactic? No, because... Some people spend all day in the library and I, I, I don't recommend that. I suggest like, you know, taking breaks. My, as for my favorite study spot, I, yeah, I would definitely say Mansueto. I will say that it's, it's pretty intense. And, and by that, I mean, it's, it's really easy for sound. To, I don't know, like echo. Regenstein is a lot more chill, especially A-level. You'll find like a lot of groups working there. So if you want to talk, that's that's definitely the place you want to be. Upper floors of the reg, I think it gets progressively more quiet as you go up. So second floor is also a pretty good spot. I feel um, like I was told that it gets progressively quieter before I got to the campus. But then when I got there, just every floor above the first floor had to be silent. I don't know if that was your experience, guys. I I relate to that. But speaking of A-levels, Greg, you just mentioned, they were like book stacks, right? They're moving, which is like magic to me. But do not go there during night because like either you see people dating or you see people crying. It's not a pleasant experience. The reg used to be open 24 hours. Um, apparently, they did away with that. The, the justification was that not enough people were there to justify it I, I think like in reality it was more of a mental health thing I don't know maybe not <laughs> um, do you guys have a 24-hour study spot that you use if if um if you need to I have not encountered that situation yet luckily but as I'm taking econ classes this year I'm not sure I have to find one if you guys have any recommendations that would be great it's just econ yeah, I mean, I don't know. I For me, I just, I, I probably stay in my room. What about you, Jake? I would go to the like study space in South, but one that I have heard a lot about is Sky Lobby. I can't say I've been there myself though. It's, it's um, some elevated area by the hospital. Oh. I think they sell like chicken tenders for 24 hours or something. I guess another topic we could talk about is, have you guys, do you guys go into Chicago often? I probably should go in more often. I always find myself like happy. Like it's, there's a lot to enjoy in Chicago. It's one of the biggest cities in America. There's a ton of cool stuff going on downtown and uh, it'll always be worth the trip. It's very easy to take the train down there. Um, as you Chicago students, we all have venture passes that give us unlimited free rides on the CTA. Um, not the metro, it's like the other train system. But both are a very easy way to get downtown. Um, and I yeah, you'll want to spend a lot of time down there and learn how to navigate the, the city. I would say a must-go place is AIC, our Institute of Chicago. All of us have free access. But uh, besides the special exhibitions going on, I think the Cezanne, Paul Cezanne exhibition, like one of the greatest impressionist panders, like it's still going on 
but it will be can it will be closed very soon. And so just make sure you go there. You just have to pay extra ten dollars, which which is fine. And another another must go, I think it would be the Adler Planetarium. I mean, especially during the night. I think would it be safe though? Because I was there with my friend during the night at during final season. We all like we were just stressed out and we were talking about life, you know. And there were stars up in the sky. It is a really good relief for mental health. And also, what's that? What's that place called? Wait, like the the big lake, right? Like right out of Hyde Park. Lake Michigan. The whatever it starts with a P, right next to the Museum of Science. Oh, and um, Promo Promontory Point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two P's, promo, like that's another good place to go. If you, you can go there for a barbecue during the night or whatever, and you can just sit sit by Lake Michigan, you know. I sometimes just go there, draw something, you know, do a quick sketch. It's really, it's, it, it, the scenery is really beautiful, especially during spring. Do not go there in winter. The, win the lake is frozen. Like, do not go. Speaking of winter, do you guys have any advice for surviving it? I feel like last year was pretty mild. I can only remember one pretty severe storm that we had. Even then, the thing that sucks is that professors don't coordinate canceling classes or moving them online. So I remember from my CS course, they or my professor forced us to walk all the way to, to it was in Stewart and I'm I live in Max P. Walking, you know, the quad is is paved, but boots, you, you definitely want to go with boots. What do you guys think? I don't think I ever pulled my boots out of my room. I think I just wore really? my sneakers all summer or all winter, rather. Yeah. I would say boots to keep yourself warm and the snow, there are going to be a lot, a lot of snow. So like one time I walked all the way from Snell, like which is right at the like a, the center of the campus to Logan it was like a 15 minute walk but I spent like solid 30 minutes to get there and you know in my class there were people living off campus they just could not find a Uber and they cannot drive because there were just too much snow so the class was canceled that day you know I walked so in for me I'm arts core, so it doesn't bother it's like a visual arts core yeah, yeah I'm from Boston so the winter's shouldn't be much worse in Chicago. Like it didn't feel to me like we got that much snow, um, but it was cold and it was hard, like just mentally, I think, to walk outside your door every day and have just that wave of cold. Um, I remember one time I tried to go for a run and I think I made it like a mile and then I just had to call it because I felt like my face was just freezing off. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we all find ways to deal with it. It definitely doesn't affect everyone equally. Um, but definitely layer up. I'll just, I'll say that. Layer up, find fun things to do inside. <laughs> yeah, good advice. I guess another thing we can talk about. Yeah, okay. So on the back onto the topic of like academic resources, um, there's also office hours and most, if not all professors or not professors, but classes have them. And they're hosted by TAs. Well, actually, I 
I, I can't like generalize. I can't speak to all classes, but in my experience, the professors will have their own office hours, but then ones will be hosted by TAs. And, you know, they're they're helpful. But for my um, CS course, the queues were like ridiculously long. Again, you have to be sure to get there like as early as possible because that's what other people will be doing. So you have to beat them. I don't know. It really depends on the course. Some are pretty empty. Others are packed. Office hours are super helpful. Um, in my experience with the with smaller classes, at least, it is usually run by professors. But if you're in a huge lecture type of class, then t maybe multiple TAs will have the work divided up. I know that's how it was for um, micro when I took that, which is a huge class. Um, office hours are going to teach you a lot. Um, it'll help reinforce content and maybe give you answers to certain things on the homework. Um, it's a big help and I probably should do it more often. And I hope you guys take advantage of those resources. Yeah, I would say, especially for people considering going to grad school, you want to find a professor to spend time talking, like, you know, to have good relationships built, to have this person know you so that, you know, he or she can be a potential re recommendation letter writer, you know, whatever. And uh, I actually found my first internship thanks to the help of my media aesthetics core professor because I went to her office hours all the time. We just talk about, you know, commercial art. And she was like, yeah, I'm happy to introduce you. So there are surprises happening in office hours. So take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. I think building a rapport is, is a really good idea. Something I haven't done Um but I, I should do that. I, I, again, in larger classes, it's it's more difficult, but in smaller, you know, more intimate ones like Hume, it's a really easy thing to do. You won't necessarily have that energy to spend with every professor, but you don't need references from every professor. It's just yeah. like a couple. So if you have a professor that you seem to vibe with, someone who you can see yourself getting along with, then you should invest time into that relationship um, because you'll benefit from it in the long run. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I would say the micro class Jake mentioned, um, Mr. Sanderson, who teaches this class, his voice, I mean, I did you teach, did you have Sanderson's class? I did have Sanderson, yeah. His voice is like kind of low. So try to sit at the front row or like just at the front of the room, you know? Yeah, and he sometimes just talk talks about random things that are kind of, funny so yeah yes yeah, Sanderson's a, a bit of a trip yeah, yeah I, I've heard that too I haven't had him and on that note you should definitely uh check out course feedback I'm sure you guys know about it already but that is like <laughs> that is really important yeah 100% um, yeah but remember when you're checking like especially for stem or econ classes people have different level of math or different level of like capacity. So some might say it's very easy. Some might say it's very hard. So yeah, it, it will be great if you can take a look at the past syllabus yourself to see if you like the class or not. Yeah, yeah that's true. Do not, do not think about GPA too much. Take the classes you really like or that seems interesting. You're already in U Chicago, right? 
you are graduating with a U Chicago diploma. As long as you don't drop out, I mean, that's too low of a requirement, but still work hard. But you have a U Chicago diploma. So do not think that much about GPA as some of you might did in high school, like what I did. The old professors are harsh in grading, but you will definitely learn a lot. And it's like a very worthy experience. That actually yeah. reminds me of something that a YouTuber, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her username. It's it's Chloe Tan. Do you guys know her? Chloe, yeah, I work yeah, with her. Part of her. She was talking about how the Chicago culture and how there's this tendency to do like intellectual like flexing. So like, oh, I'm taking, you know, a harder class than you. Oh, I'm taking power. You're taking, I don't know, like mind, I think is you know I, I hear that it's kind of like easier or people consider it to be easier and I, I totally agree with you Mickey that you're here to forge your own path like you, you can't live other people's lives just like really developing that confidence is is an important thing not just for here but for life comparing yourself to others it's you know to your detriment yeah do not do that it's toxic and people just live their lives you know just worry about yourself that's that's all. Oh, and yeah. speaking of Soch, I do have advice. Like, I think a, a lot of people are thinking about whether to double up Soch, like a lot of first years, right? Because they already have Hume. And yep. some people are taking harder classes. Adding a Soch means more reading. And for some power professors, the amount of reading is like crazy. Is I think it's like a graduate level or whatever. But yeah, think about it yourself. I feel like this, I took social, uh, I took self, it was fun. My professor was not that harsh. We had great discussions and stuff and I learned a lot, but it was really a lot of reading for me. So I literally could just like for my weekend, I literally just have my Friday night free and Sunday morning and other time I have to grind, you know? So think about it. If you can accept that kind of workload yourself. Cause uh, academics are hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I 100% agree with you, Greg. Um, yeah, if, if you could take a day in your weekend and do some activity that isn't like either going out to a frat or just grinding on homework, I would recommend that highly. Um, I know that especially towards the start of the year, your college house will probably be offering a lot of different programming. I know that I went with my housemates to a White Sox game like week one or two of school, and that was a lot of fun. Um, stuff like that is enjoyable. You get to get to know the people you're living with better and you'll get to do free stuff, which is great. That said, don't feel pressured to participate in house stuff if you don't want to. I was definitely that person. I'm, I'm a lot more reclusive. You know, college is also, a, you know, obviously a chance to branch out, you know, try it out. If you don't like it, that's fine. There are, you know, a ton of ways to get in involved on campus of course one way is by joining the maroon and joining podcasts which we would love to have you here but you know there are also tons of other rso's which you can find on blueprint and also during the rso fair which is second i, I don't even know when it is this year um It'll be early i don't know <laughs> yeah but i know last year they had popcorn and snow cones or ices or I don't know, Some. something, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. So definitely be sure to go to that. If you sign up for a club, you don't necessarily have to go to it. 
Yeah, a lot of people get a real sense of community from the clubs that they're in. Um, it grounds your week in a real way. Um, and I just highly recommend joining some club, whether it's the Maroon or um, anything that suits your fancy. I personally did mock trial and got a lot out of that. I got to go to nationals last year. I learned a ton. Mock trial is not something that I'd done before. Um, you don't have to like do the same thing you did in high school. A lot of people branch out and develop new skills and enjoy that a lot. Yeah, I feel like one key word is just try because a lot of clubs, you do not have to have prior experience in that. So just try it out. What if you get accepted into it? You know, I applied to a few consulting clubs. I had no experience, so but I got into one. I mean, I'm lucky, whatever. I had great, you know, discussion matters, talking etiquette, whatever. I was lucky, but be sure to try out the clubs or like just the industries or fields that you did not get exposed to in high school your interest in high school doesn't determine your interest lifelong you know so just try it out oh and speaking of like a club that I feel I gained a real sense of home um I was in the campus Christian on campus and I'm still in there they have like dinners on Friday night you know I just go there people from all over Chicago they're all Christians they just bring great food I see Korean food and stuff the father himself, he's Korean, you know, I learned bad Korean words, and we sing during the night, we talk with people, and you know, a lot of econ students are actually in our club, so they can network, they're literally people <laughs> working at big consulting firms in Chicago, talking to the father, oh, I'm not having a great week in my job, you can hear about a lot of things happening in different people's lives, but just one key, as Greg said, like just meet different people you know you'll never know who's gonna be your next friend so one thing i will say is that not all clubs and i would argue the majority um of clubs you don't have to apply to there are some really prestigious ones the blue chip that or the blue chips tbc i think um yeah. and what eckhart consulting and yeah, there's a number of consulting yeah. clubs yeah if that's if that's something you want to do by all means but you know, there are a lot of other things like the Maroon that don't require you um, to apply. Mickey, do you have any advice for applying to the consulting clubs? Um, Go to the coffee chats, you know, and go to the networking events because you, 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 I don't know. And there, a lot of people, they have signed up for like, you know, agencies that help them to find a job or whatever uh, before they graduate from high school. A lot of Chinese students do, which is, I don't know, crazy, which is mind blowing, but whatever. Find your own path. But consulting is really intense, just so you know, because the recruiting happens at the end of your second year and perhaps the end of your third year. A lot of people just go out and work in their, in their fourth year. So you really have to plan it out. And, you know, practicing case with people, it's a tedious process so get be prepared for that yeah but I feel like one one important thing to remember is that getting rejected by an RSO is not the end of your life so you probably it probably doesn't fit you it's probably too low for you you know so <laughs> do not worry do not worry it's fine it's very different and some things I see during my work is very different from what I learned in textbooks so 
just get yourself out there see the professional environment yeah that's important that's all for now my name is greg i'm jake i'm mickey thanks so much for listening and be sure to check out the maroon we'd love to have you join podcasts Thank you.